will never be thirsty. Then the Jews began to complain about him because he said, I am the bread that came down from heaven. They were saying, Is not this Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? How can he now say, I have come down from heaven? Jesus answered them, Do not complain among yourselves. No one can come to me unless drawn by the Father who sent me, and I will raise that person up on the last day. It is written in the prophets, and they shall all be taught by God. Everyone who has heard and learned from the Father comes to me. Not that anyone has seen the Father except the one who is from God. He has seen the Father. Very truly, I tell you, whoever believes has eternal life. I am the bread of life. Your ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness, and they died. This is the bread that comes down from heaven, so that one may eat of it and not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats of this bread will live forever, and the bread that I will give for the life of the world is my flesh. The Gospel of the Lord. I often tell people that I will eat or drink anything. Of course, that means, what I try to, mean, try to say is that I will try anything because there are some things I, I don't like. Okay, you kids like just about everything I showed you, but I don't like uh, eggplant. I don't like raisins. I don't like coffee. I'll eat and drink those, but I just don't like them, okay? But there's one thing I just won't eat no matter what. Pufferfish. Yeah, if you guys know about it, you know, a little bit of poison will just kill you. And I don't want to be that one or two people who dies every year from eating pufferfish. And you can also ask me later, though, about some of the weird and crazy things I have eaten it's probably not good to talk about those in this good company here, but yeah, ask me later, and you can be grossed out if you want. And as for drinking things, I, I read an article this past week from the BBC that talked about the hydration that we need. Now, you may already know this, but it's interesting that water alone is, does not do the trick. In fact, eating a good diet of fruit and vegetables actually is part of keeping us hydrated together with milk, of all things. And even coffee and tea are okay. Of course, the issue is how, we, how and what we drink properly. In other words, don't gulp down a gallon of water just because you're thirsty. It's how we drink, how we hydrate ourselves that's important and especially with proper things, especially when it comes to exercising and having sufficient electrolytes, you know, whatever that is, in our bodies. Now, okay, this is not a workshop about dieting or the, a contest in what we can or what we have eaten. Because today we have a promise, a promise from Jesus about eating the bread of life. 
But before we go any further, it would be important to say that while Jesus speaks about the stewardship of his own self for the sake of our salvation, we need to consider the stewardship of our own bodies. We're given the gift of discernment and wisdom to know that our bodies, as St. Paul writes in 1 Corinthians, our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. We are to glorify God with our own bodies, as Paul writes. And when it comes to stewardship of our own bodies, we seek to eat and drink to the glory of God, taking care of who we are and those around us. Now, growing up in Japan, we always ate rice. That's part of the staple of the Japanese diet. Now, of course, having an American mother, we knew that that staple was not always for us. In fact, in Japan, they, they always talked about in the West, the staple is bread. And, and we knew that it's, it's not bread alone. After all, there's you know, meat and potatoes and uh, you know, all the different pastas that we may have. But what we have been talking about bread these past several weeks. Bread, 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 from the Gospel of John, nibbling away of what we consider about Jesus' words about bread. There was first the feeding of the 5,000, where those five barley loaves and two fish were taken to feed the, the multitude, and everyone was filled, even to having leftovers. Then Jesus attempts to teach his followers that it is not bread alone that fills us, that Jesus, there's food from Jesus that gives us eternal life, and that's something that Jesus provides. And today Jesus proclaims that he himself is that bread of life. Wow, that's, that's, that's good stuff, isn't it? And it's no wonder we spend three weeks talking about all this to build up what that means and what makes it all so important. So we're at a point of talking about that bread and adding a little substance to the meal. What gets served with that bread? Would it simply be butter or peanut butter? Some, maybe not in this country, would use Vegemite on their bread, if you know what that is, that stuff from Australia that stinks and smells and tastes weird. I know in my family, we would take bread and have cheese fondue. Or how about some soup and salad to add to the meal? Some may have a burger between some buns. And others who may want to have more of a vegetable type of thing would have a cucumber sandwich. Now Jesus, he has something else in mind. Even as he speaks of himself as being the substance of the meal. But you know, that in itself doesn't mean or do anything, really. There's a common greeting in Malaysia that's more than just a simple hello. People would ask you, have you had your breakfast? Or have you eaten yet? 
The question is not really whether you've had your fill of a meal and can get on with the day. It's about how we relate with one another. If I've not had my, my meal yet, we'll sit down and have a meal at one of the many restaurants or food stalls you, you see throughout the country. A meal, if the food becomes the basis for getting on with life, but more than anything else, to get along in our relationship with one another. It's about that company that we have with one another. And even if I've already eaten, we will sooner or later sit down for a meal. And never mind, it's not, it's not just about breakfast and lunch or dinner. It could be second breakfast or a midday feast or a meal at 10 o'clock at night. In Malaysia, it could be a simple bowl of noodles such as Hokkien mee or mee goreng, which is fried noodles or Hainan chicken rice, really good, nasi goreng, which is fried rice, or the more staple, nasi lemak, which is rice with dried anchovies, roasted peanuts, cucumber, and an egg on top of that. There's fried chicken, all kinds of fish dishes, you name it. There's a lot that can be eaten and people will sit down together and eat. Now, one thing that distinguishes all of this, though, is that it's really the eating together that counts. It's eating together that you know your friendships, your relationships, even that doing business together. And that's what Jesus offers us today. The real wisdom of Jesus coming to us as that bread of life is in that relationship with God. In uh, J.D. Salinger's novel, Fanny and Zoe, Fanny is the baby of a large, strange family, one full of quirks and markers and even of genius. Now, Fanny, Fanny comes home from college one day exhausted and full of anxiety. And her mother cares for her by bringing some blankets and homemade soup. Now, Fanny must never have caught on to the wisdom of all this as she is growing up because she complains to her brother, Zoe. Exasperated by her sister's ranting and griping, Zoe finally rebukes her and says, Buddy, can't you recognize that a, a consecrated cup of chicken soup? Something as everyday as chicken soup, when served with love, is consecrated. It becomes holy food. When greeted with have you eaten yet? And you end up sitting down for a meal together. When eating food that is set in front of you with love, when we are brought back to a relationship that is filled with love, a source of, that knows 
no boundaries, that is there to create and to maintain a relationship. And that's the same for us today. We are gathered here together in God's love, in Jesus' love for all of us. And we're, we're given food that makes us children of God. Now, that's scandalous, as those around Jesus even said. For Jesus proclaiming to be the, the bread of life just doesn't make sense. That whoever may come to him may have life just doesn't make sense. How can that be even understood? But whether we understand it or not, the truth, the wisdom of matter is that our relationship with God, our relationship with Jesus, is fulfilled in this very meal that makes us whole again that connects us with one another, even as God connects us to God's self. And we are gathered into one, no matter who we are, no matter what we are, no matter what our status may be, no matter where we come from, no matter where we go to. For it is in that relationship with Jesus that everything matters for our lives. And we come together in community, in our relationships with one another. Thanks be to God. Amen.